welcome to the Burned Out to Badass podcast. My name is Ellen Shinky at Coach Ellen on Instagram, and this is my monthly podcast where I am committed to giving you short, no BS episodes to help you, the busy, burned out professional and entrepreneur, find your balance and take back your life from burnout. Let's do this. to the Burn Out Too Badass podcast. I know I've been posting a ton lately, but I've got all the ideas and I've had time, which is a novelty in my life, balancing this business and my day job. Speaking of business, today's podcast episode is all about how to create content in your business without burning yourself out. So it is very much geared toward a business owner, particularly a solopreneur, somebody who's kind of like a one woman show in their business. If that is you, this episode is absolutely for you. However, if you do not have a business, do not have a side hustle, there are definitely some tips in here that I think you might be able to benefit from in terms of your systems or if you do any sort of creative work, if you are in marketing, if you have to come up with you know creative solutions to particular troubleshooting, you might benefit from some of these tips. Even though I specifically am coming from the lens of content, these tips can work for anybody who does creative work or has processes that they repeat in their job. So definitely keep on listening if that is you. But for my business owners, I got you today because I know how much of a difficulty content creation can be. So before we dive in, I have one very, very important announcement. If you are listening to this episode right as it is coming out, I am launching my membership to my email list tomorrow, August 31st, 2022. I almost said 2012. I have no idea why, but I am launching my new membership to my email list tomorrow. So if you want in on that, if you want to hear about these memberships, then definitely head to Coach Ellen, that's E-L-L-Y-N dot com slash list. Join the list and you will be one of the first people to hear about this as it launches live, okay? You're definitely gonna wanna get in on this early because the membership that I'm launching has founder pricing. For the first 100 people that join, they will get it at this price. And then once we get 100 people in, the price will go up. So definitely get in on that. Go to coachellen.com slash list and join. I'm also, as I mentioned in my last episode, switching my email list to have more of like a one monthly roundup email and then one other email to just kind of loop you in on the goings on and maybe even some recent insights that I've had. So the emails will be coming much less frequently because I've even been feeling it lately of how much my inbox is getting clogged. And I feel you on that and I don't want to add to it. So with that though, let's go ahead and get into today's content talking all about content creation for business owners. Let's do it. As usual, I do have a companion blog post that goes along with this podcast today, but perhaps more importantly with this particular podcast, I also have a companion YouTube video. That's actually something that I have been doing lately with all of these podcasts is I have been recording a YouTube video along with them. But this one in particular, the YouTube video gives you some insight into my systems. And I think that's particularly important in this video. And I kind of show you and do a bunch of screen sharing in that YouTube video. So that might be one where I actually do recommend going to coachellen.com slash podcast. That's always where I have my show notes is at coachellen.com slash podcast. But going there and checking out the video If you are a solopreneur or an entrepreneur who really just kind of needs to level up this part of your business, 
or you are that corporate hustler who does a lot of this kind of marketing and creative work, stuff that has a lot of repeated tasks and workflows, it might be beneficial to you to see kind of how I do it in my business and how I organize it. But with that, let's go ahead and get into stuff, okay? So the first tip I have for you, and this is really important, is to decide what your priorities are. And this is my first tip for a reason, because the most common thing I see with entrepreneurs and solopreneurs, and I have worked with a fair number of them, I actually, for a period of time, even though I consider myself to be a burnout coach, I worked with one client who always referred to me as her business coach, because we talked a lot about how to create a business for her that didn't burn her out. Um, But the biggest thing I see, and the most common thing I see is trying to do too much too soon. And what I mean by that specifically is that you're not going to be able to do all the platforms all the time, especially if you are a new entrepreneur. My thoughts are and have been for years that regardless of what Gary Vee or any other marketing guru might tell you, you're going to burn out in like a fiery blaze of glory if you do too much too soon. And I think this is particularly true if you're new or you're a solopreneur. Hashtag one woman show, you know? So what priority should you decide on? I think the biggest thing with this tip is deciding which platforms are your priorities. I never recommend any solopreneur, new or tenured, to be on all social media or marketing platforms because it's overwhelming AF. And unless you have a team, it's just not gonna work out. So decide what platforms are your priority. And how I usually go about doing this personally is I start and I choose the main platforms that are the ones that are searchable. And what I mean by searchable are the things that people can Google, can actively search and will pop up in search results. These are things like blogs, which I am a big fan of because they help your SEO and make your website more searchable for Google. SEO, you might have heard me say this before, and SEO stands for search engine optimization for those of you that aren't sure what that means. And basically what it does is it makes it so that people can find you when they search for a particular search term. SEO changed the game for my business. I am the number one search result on Google when you search burnout coach, and that is because of SEO. So blogs are very, very helpful for that because basically they jam pack your website with the search terms that are gonna be associated with whatever your niche is. So like mine in particular, burnout. I have burnout all over my website. And so therefore, That's what I come up for when it comes to people searching for those kind of things. So blogs are searchable. YouTube is also a great one because people literally search for specific things on YouTube. Like I do it all the time. I actually, as I was editing the YouTube video that goes along with this this morning, I ended up searching on YouTube. How do I embed a video in a video? How do I do like a picture in picture on the video editor I was using? I found that video on YouTube. So that's like how people use YouTube as well is it's basically like a video Google. Pinterest, additionally, that is a search engine of sorts and even podcasts. Those are all searchable forms of content. So for me personally, as of lately, I've been focusing on YouTube blogs and podcasts. Those are my main platforms. And I focus on multiple of them. I would just recommend one if you are a new entrepreneur, but I focus on multiple of them because of the fact that I have a workflow, which I'm gonna mention, um, I'm gonna kind of dig into a little bit more later, but I have a workflow. And so I am creating YouTube blog and podcast content all on the same topic each week. And you might've already kind of seen this if you follow me on Instagram. 
So that's the first one is aim for, pick your main platform that is one that is searchable. And then as for social networks like Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, these ones are ones where your content is more short-lived. So these are ones I kind of think of more as secondary platforms. I don't personally recommend using them as kind of your main focus because it is difficult, more difficult to show up and stand out on those platforms. And your content is, like I said, more short-lived. It is not something that has a really long lifespan. So, but when it comes to those, I definitely still think it's a component of your content creation. So I would recommend just think of where your people might be located. I joke all the time that my people are on LinkedIn for work and they kill time on Instagram and TikTok. So those are the platforms I show up on and are my secondary platforms that I focus on. So decide what your priorities are. Decide what are going to be your areas of focus for your content creation because you're not going to be able to do it all. The second priority that we need to decide on is our posting schedule, which is actually what brings me to my next tip. Tip number two is really to commit to a schedule you can actually maintain. Now, this is where I might differ from marketers. And I'm not a marketer. I am coming at this from the lens of a burnout coach. And I have seen far too many people burn out because they commit to a content schedule that they can't actually maintain. But marketers are going to tell you post more, post often. And for good reason. You know, posting more on certain platforms might help you grow faster. But I would argue that growing faster might not be a good thing if you can't sustain that level of content creation. Like if you have a podcast and you promise people, hey, I'm going to post my podcast every week or I'm going to post a new YouTube video every single week and you're doing this on the side like I am, like this is a side hustle for you still and you're not full time with it, you might not have the capacity to post every week. And therefore, if you miss a week, you are kind of disappointing your people because that's what you promised them. You promised them they would get a weekly video. So can you sustain and maintain that level of content creation? Simultaneously, if you're somebody that struggles with content creation, asking yourself to come up with a new, like super valuable piece of content every single week might be really challenging for you. So commit to a schedule you can actually maintain. I'm a firm believer that the content schedule you quote unquote should have is the one that you can actually maintain. Like, screw what the marketers say. That's my stance on it. Because the biggest marketing guru in the world might tell you to post daily on Instagram or five times a day on Twitter or whatever it might be, but they're not running your business. They are not creating your content. So unpopular opinion, it kind of doesn't matter what they say. They are not running your business and creating your content. And if you can't stay on top of what they're telling you to do, then don't commit to that. Don't force yourself to stay on top of it. I relaunched my podcast, as you all probably know, because you're listening to it right now, about six or eight months ago at this point. And I don't know if you've ever actually listened to the trailer, but the trailer explicitly says it's a monthly podcast. And I did that very, very intentionally. Yes, right now I have been releasing podcasts weekly as I record this, but I still intentionally said it's a monthly podcast in that trailer because sometimes my world gets busy. I don't want to create subpar content for the sake of staying on a schedule. And I don't want to force myself to content create if I don't actually have the capacity to do it. So if my life gets busy and I can't post more, I don't. It's kind of like the whole under promise over deliver thing. Don't promise something that you can't actually deliver. Instead, promise something that you know a thousand percent you can maintain 
And then if you over deliver beyond that, awesome. So if you're just starting, pick your main platform and commit to a posting schedule that you can actually maintain. If you can't commit to posting weekly, okay, don't. Can you post bi-weekly? Can you post monthly? Whatever. Pick a schedule you can commit to. I think consistency at a particular interval, whatever that interval might be, is the most important thing. So tip number one was to decide what your priorities are from the perspective of which platforms are your priorities. And tip number two is to commit to a schedule you can actually maintain, not one that you feel like you quote unquote should maintain. Tip number three, keep a running list of ideas. The idea here is that way, whenever you have a new idea, you can just add it to the list. But more so than anything, it's about making it easy for yourself when you do sit down to create content you're not kind of twiddling your thumbs trying to figure out what you should post about. I honestly think that is one of the biggest reasons why content creation has never been particularly hard for me is because I have a tremendous amount of content and ideas to pull from. So this is going to be the point in this where I would highly recommend going to coachellen.com slash podcast, checking out the companion blog post, the companion YouTube video, because this is where I really, really show my systems for how I keep track of all the different content ideas that I have. I use Notion. I have all of my content ideas in there. So definitely go check that out. But if you are struggling to come up with content Some of the different ways that I've used to come up with more ideas is to A, look at my peers for support. Don't be a copycat, absolutely, but look at your peers for some inspiration. You know, maybe they give you some really, really good ideas for some different things you can post about. I also think it's really important to just make more white space in your day. You might have a content creation block, which I really feel is very similar to writer's block, purely because you never give your brain white space to create and come up with ideas. Like if you have a bumper to bumper schedule and life and you literally have no space in your day to be creative, that's why you're struggling to come up with content ideas. So when I'm stuck, I go on a walk without headphones and I just let my brain wander. Like literally every time I'm stuck from the perspective of putting together a speaking engagement or coming up with content ideas, I go on a walk and I usually come back with like a half a dozen ideas. So it's just like making that white space in your day. Another great resource is Answer the Public. I have this linked in the companion blog post and I will also link it in the show notes, but it's another really, really great resource because you can type in your niche or whatever topic it is that you speak to and it basically gives you all the questions that people have been Googling and searching for. And similarly, you can also just start typing things into Google. Again, I demonstrate this in the companion YouTube video that goes along with this, so definitely check that out. My fourth and final tip is to come up with a workflow and repurpose your content. This is something that took me a really long time to do. But once you start to incorporate more platforms in your content strategy, and again, this is for somebody who's a little bit more advanced, not somebody who's brand spanking new to business. If you're new, don't do this. Like skip skip this tip. But if you've been in business for a while, and you do feel like you have the capacity to post on multiple different platforms, this is going to be super important. I also started to repurpose my content, which essentially just means that I take one idea and I use it to post on multiple different platforms. Again, I will just reiterate, don't do this if you're new. I would not encourage that you start with this, but once you've got some experience under your belt, create a workflow. I know I've already said that, but I just feel like it's important to reiterate. Um, once again, this is another instance where watching the YouTube video below, um, with that goes with this is going to be really, really helpful to just demonstrate this better. But like my workflow looks something like 
I have my idea, like my overarching idea that I came up with. I bullet out content ideas. And sometimes this happens when I first come up with the idea, but I bullet out content. I write the blog post because this really helps me hash out what my talking points are. Heck, sometimes when I record these podcasts, I'm legit reading off of the blog post I've already written just to kind of make sure I hit everything I want to hit. Fun fact, I'm doing that right now. Hey, hey. Um, then I record the YouTube video um, and the podcast simultaneously. Sometimes I find that the audio from the YouTube video doesn't work great as a podcast. Sometimes it works amazingly as a podcast, but other times it doesn't work super well. This one, in for instance, I recorded the YouTube video audio simultaneously as I was recording the actual video and it just didn't work great as a podcast. So I re-recorded it. Um, so once I record, I create my Canva graphics, my show notes pages, and then I edit the YouTube and the podcast. I schedule all of them, the podcast, the blog, and the YouTube. And then I embed my YouTube video on my podcast and blog pages on my website. And then on the day things go live, I embed the podcast onto the podcast page from Spotify and I share everything to Pinterest. So that's like my workflow. And again, go to the YouTube video so you can like see it because I know I went through those those steps really, really quickly. I'm really not intending to give you like my exact workflow going through this. I'm just kind of trying to give you some ideas. But I put all of this in my planner and I schedule all of these steps in my planner and I space them out over the span of like 10 days prior to things going live. And I intentionally plan the activities that are really, really low effort, like creating Canva graphics or scheduling for days when I'm a lot busier. I save like the recording of the YouTube video, the editing of the YouTube video for days where I have a lot less going on. So those are my tips. That's really kind of in a nutshell how I stay on top of content creation. I have specific platforms that I commit to. I decided what my priorities were. I commit to a schedule that I can actually maintain. I keep a running list of ideas so that I always have different ideas I can pull from. And then I come up with a workflow and I repurpose the content. So this podcast that you're listening to, it has a YouTube video, it has a blog post, and I create all of those things kind of simultaneously. So it all flows together and makes it really, really easy for me. So those are my top tips for business owners, for solopreneurs, for how to stay on top of content creation with without burning yourself out. And I really hope you got some great ideas out of this. Like, I'd love to hear actually from you. Head on over to Instagram. I'm at Coach Ellen. Again, that's E-L-L-Y-N on Instagram. And tell me what you think. Did you get any really, really good ideas from this? Did you maybe get called out on things that you have been doing that maybe aren't the best strategy, especially in terms of maintenance and running a business without burnout? I'd love to hear. So head on over to Instagram, at Coach Ellen. Shoot me a message. Take a screenshot and share your biggest take away with me. I'd love, love, love to hear. But with that, thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for listening. I'm really, really grateful that you have made my podcast a part of your day. And with that, I will talk to you next time. Bye, friend.